0: Welcome to The Silent Lotus and our second mini episode. So as you know, this week we're shaking things up a little bit by sharing two short mini episodes with you in which Suhita and I ask each other 20 questions. Last episode, Suhita asked me a series of questions and this time it's my turn and I'm very excited. Uh, We hope you're enjoying getting to know us a little bit better and let's just kick it off. So Suhita, how are you today?
1: I'm actually really, really good. Um, it's been a long day. I but I'm doing really well with my job. Had a great day. Lots of good meetings. I just had a spo- like a sponsored cooking class and made some really really good Italian food. I'm like thriving. I'm on top of the world right now.
0: That's awesome. Okay, speaking of food, sweet or savory?
1: Sweet always. My stomach is just endless for any sort of dessert, but like there's only
0: so much chicken I can eat, I guess. Mm okay on that note also what's your favorite cupcake flavor to eat
1: anything chocolate like anything chocolate or peanut butter or both but mainly chocolate Mm.
0: okay what's your favorite cupcake flavor to bake so since i've been
1: home i've been baking a lot of cupcakes as you know obviously but actually i've been what i've been trying to do is not bake the same thing more than once So, I think so far, the best one I've made has been this. um, It was a peanut butter cake with this really rich chocolate frosting. Absolutely incredible. And then a few weeks after that, I made an inverted version, which was a chocolate cake with a peanut butter frosting. And then I took a little tiny Reese's cup and put it on top. Looked really nice, but the chocolate cake wasn't ideal. So, I'd say, the best one I've baked so far, which might not necessarily be my favorite to bake, but best one I've baked so far is that peanut butter cake with the chocolate frosting. Um, and all of the recipes I get are always from the same website, which is Sally'sBakingAddiction.com. I'm in love with this woman. I think she's incredible. She can't do you wrong.
0: Amazing. Okay. Um, another thing I know you love, dogs. Why do you like dogs so much?
1: How can you not like dogs? They're just little bundles of joy and happiness and they're always happy to see you and they're so fluffy and they're adorable. And that's it.
0: That's fair. Okay. I don't need a reason. Um, if If you could get a dog of any breed right now and name it whatever you wanted, what breed would you get and what would you name it?
1: Okay. So I have a vision of wanting one really big dog and one really small dog, ideally a Bernese Mountain Dog and a Corgi um okay. my favorite dog name that i have planned out right now is tom hanks after the actor because i love him um and there's lots of puns you can make with the different movies he been in like wilson for like mm-hmm. throwing a ball or like run forest run um yeah. but i'll most likely end up adopting a dog just because there's lots of dogs out there that need to be adopted so we'll see but i yeah. love bernie's mountain dogs so much and corgis mm. Mm, yes
0: you do love corgis um yeah what is your guilty pleasure
1: TikTok. (laughs) I have a problem. I
0: I deleted it it. for a
1: whole week. So I got but I think that would be the only thing I can think of right now.
0: Mm, That's fair. Okay, what's your favorite TikTok of all time? So this one's
1: a hard one. I'm not (laughs) a huge fan of the dance TikToks. I like cooking TikToks, but I'd honestly say it's any of the ones where there's a dog doing something funny. Or kind of sitting there looking confused, and there's like a human voiceover pretending to be the dog. Yeah, <laughs> um, if you know what I'm talking about, I think those are yes. hilarious because I love thinking yes. about dogs speaking like really sophisticated humans. I think mm. that's hilarious.
0: Dog TikTok is a good place to be. Um, what makes you smile the most? Um, well, I guess
1: like dog TikTok, sure. But I think one example <laughs> that came up today is like when what a my friends or someone I care about is really really excited about something or really proud of themselves for something like today one of our friends um just got this job that she was really looking forward to and she was texting me all these things about it um, and that made me so so happy just to see her so excited
0: that's so exciting um okay what's your favorite board game
1: Ooh, okay I probably Catan because we play it so much I think yeah I'm also a big fan of Risk and Monopoly I like dominating the world via board game, essentially.
0: <laughs> um, no what shame. What is your favorite holiday?
1: Christmas, because it is mm. all that family, and also presents are fun. Even though I'm yeah. not Christian of any kind of sort, it's really just about the presents and the family for us.
0: So you and your family celebrate Christmas just because it's like an American cultural thing, not? Yeah, like out of any I don't know season, how it right?
1: started like that mm-hmm. but that's always that's just been the way it is I think it was like mm. our parents way of making us feel more American or something like that mm. but like me and my brother go all out like big tree we decorate the yeah. whole living room we have a train mm. it's polar expressing yeah. it's pretty cool oh
0: yeah interesting because my family and I we don't do that we have always like we just travel around Christmas time like that's basically Ooh, that every single sense. year um which is yeah we can talk about this in a full-length episode actually holidays yeah as like an immigrant person. Anyway, yeah. um da, 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 da. oh, what clothing item do you wear the most?
1: I guess li- literally underwear, but generally speaking, <laughs> um I'm a big fan of those like looseish pants um that just go with like a crop top or like a loosely tucked in shirt. I have a lot of like stripy looseish pants that I'm a big oh, fan of. Like brunch you know what pants. I'm talking
0: about. Isn't that what we called them? Brunch pants? Called them that.
1: Yes, I think that's a really good description. You would definitely wear these to brunch. It's mainly because like they're super light for the spring and summer, and I don't like wearing shorts.
0: Yes. Okay. Um. What was it like to grow up in surrounded by lots of very close friends and family in Jersey your entire life?
1: Yeah, I think so. For context, I have a really, really big extended family on both sides. My dad's side of the family happens to just be in America, like a lot of them are. Um, and then where I grew up in Jersey, we also have a really, really close knit group of family friends. Some of us are like long distance related, but not necess- but not always, um, it's generally just that our parents happen to live in the same area, speak the same language and became friends. Um, and that's been incredible. I feel like I have 10 sets of parents who are always there for me at any given time, like seven older brothers that are always there for me. Um, and just, I feel like, yeah, there's always people around and that's really great. And it feels like home to the point where, like, even if my parents moved out of Jersey for whatever reason, this would still be home because of these people. Um, and so that's always been just – I've been really, really lucky to have that.
0: Yeah, that's so special. Um, what was your favorite part about being the younger sibling? You mentioned that you have older brothers. Yes. Aaron, so I, have, I mean, you have an actual <laughs> older brother.
1: I have an actual older brother who's three years older than me. Um, and then all of these other family friends who might as well be like my siblings or my cousins, but with me and my brother, we hated each other growing up until he got into college and I realized that he was moving away because he went to school in Chicago. Mm. And I hate being the younger sibling mainly because I don't feel like a younger sibling. Um, I am objectively the more mature and independent one. He knows that we all know (laughs) it. So I consider myself the older sibling in the family to be honest. So I do not enjoy it at all being the younger sibling.
0: Mm, Okay. Hmm, interesting. I'm the older sibling. I cannot relate to that. But, um, okay, on a different note, what is your top mental health tip for the people?
1: That's a really good question. And I think there's a lot of things that work differently for different people, but I'd say the yes. most universal thing and one of the most important things I learned that really helped me get through a lot of issues was to stop apologizing for yeah. your mental health days. Um, Mm. you can't control mental illness. You don't get to control when depression hits or when anxiety hits you really bad or anything else. And so you shouldn't have to apologize for things you can't control. And I think once you stop apologizing, the more you start to understand that people need to understand you. Um, It's not your fault.
0: Yeah,
1: You'll work through it and it's not your fault. That's the most important thing. And if you apologize for it, you're implicitly telling yourself that it is your fault. So again, it's not.
0: That's a great tip. Yes excellent okay um what is your favorite thing to do to like relax and chill out
1: um I just really enjoy laying in bed with a movie on or tv
0: or like as soon as I
1: hit my bed like as soon as my back hits my bed at any Mm -hmm. point of the day I feel instantly so much more relaxed
0: Mm. that's true I feel like that happens in the middle of the day when you lay down in your bed and then you just never want to get up again
1: Literally, yes. That's uh, how I take breaks from work. I just go lay in mm, bed. It's great. Yeah.
0: Um, what is one thing, this is kind of a broad question, what is one thing you learned the hard way?
1: That's a good question. Um, I'll try not to get too like deep or scenty, but I'd say one thing I learned the hard way, especially over the past few years, is that not all friends deserve to be treated like family. But the best ones do.
0: Hmm. And along
1: with that, that just because you've been friends with someone for a really long time, just because you've treated them like family in the past, that length of the friendship doesn't excuse any sort of toxic behavior. And sometimes the best thing to do is to let a long-term friendship go.
0: Yes. That is so good, like healthy advice. It's really hard, especially in college as we, as we like are in college and we think that like we're making these relationships and there's all this messaging that they're meant to be for life. Sometimes people, people come and go. Um, exactly. And that's okay. Yeah. That's a great tip. Um, or not tip, but like story that you shared. Um, speaking of stories, what has been the most story worthy moment of the past year? Does that make sense? That question?
1: Yes, I think so. So I feel like, so last summer, I think had a lot of really fun Things yeah. going on just because so many mm-hmm. of us happen to be in Philly. So many of us, meaning like our mutual friends and things like that. But yeah. a specific story that I think of is um, last October I went to Cuba with two friends for fall break, so just for a long weekend. Um, so these was not there. So it's two weekend. different friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really short flight, um, so it worked out. It was like our fall break, so. We were in Old Havana, that's where we were staying, and at night, um, we were just kind of like walking around one day, we'd already been there for a few days, it was a pretty small area, so we already kind of knew our way around, Um, and we weren't really sure like what to do that day, so we're walking down the street, and this guy rides by on a bike, and he hands us a slip of paper. Have I told you this
0: story before? No, this is, no, I think you, you were telling me that you wanted to tell me, and then that you were going to wait to tell me until we recorded this.
1: Okay, amazing. So he hands us a slip of paper, and on the slip of paper is just um, an address and a time and a date, I think. Uh, And we're like, okay, "Okay," like, that's super strange. Um, And obviously, I'm like, okay, like, we're not doing anything with this. We're going to go because I'm super paranoid. Um, And so we keep walking. We end up at a restaurant, like, at, like, a bar or a restaurant, whatever. Um, And we're just, like, casually talking to the waiter because he looks about our age and, like, trying to figure out, like, oh, like, what's the nightlife here? Like, what should we do tonight? Um, And he, like, looks at us. And pauses, and he's like, I'll be right back. And we're like, hmm, interesting. And he comes back with a friend, and the friend goes in his bag and pulls out a piece of paper. It's identical to the one that the man on the bike gave us, and these are two different men. It's the identical one. Same date, same time, same location. And we're like, okay, two different people giving us the same address. Like, maybe we should check it out. I'm not saying that. They are. I was terrified. But I went along with it, and we went. So basically, we were walking around, We couldn't find anything else that was open or looked fun, so we ended up going to this place, which was completely not safe. Um, What was was, it? So we finally get there, um, and the guy's like, oh, like $5, and that gets you a drink, and you get inside. So we're like, not too expensive. Like, that's perfectly fine. We go up up these flight of stairs. Like, this woman leads us up a flight of stairs, and we walk in, and all we see is red. It is this tiny room with just red lighting, and all of these people just dancing in the most aggressive way possible and it fully made me think back to that one scene in Dirty Dancing. If you know what I'm talking about?
0: Mm, not really. It's been a while. Basically just like all
1: of these like super intense dancer people like going so intense to this and I think we were the only tourists in the room. We were the only ones not involved in it. Uh-huh. Um but like the entire time I genuinely thought we were going to get like kidnapped or something because we followed some random persons like address and thing whatever um but yeah that was probably one of the most terrifying nights of my life so I think that's the only real story I really have from the last year I is like fun if I recommend if I was
0: in that situation I would like I can't imagine what that's like <laughs> I, also, I was like, just like, on like, edge like, like three of you like young women alone in Havana I mm. uh-huh
1: I also just well. don't speak Spanish not a word so I was horrified
0: oh um, yeah also
1: but bad. it worked out okay it ended up being kind of cool and fun but i yeah. would not recommend following strange men and their directions ever in your life yes. don't do that
0: public safety announcement <laughs> yeah when don't you're do in that foreign country do not do that <laughs> okay
1: uh, <laughs> a that a was a really long light story
0: <laughs> on a much lighter note what is one thing what is one thing that you listen to so like a song maybe a podcast whatever it may be, that you listen to that always makes you happy?
1: Um, I think any sort of like throwback song, but most likely that's going to end up being Taylor Swift for me because I love oh. her with a deep passion, which is really funny because in our last episode, you talked about how much you dislike her now or how much she no, annoys post-2014. you. post
0: 2014. Post 2014.
1: She's still amazing and still a queen. Look, I don't And she makes make me happy.
0: Music. I appreciate... I love her okay
1: she's trying trying. she makes she makes some good music i agree that not all of her songs are good anymore but there's a good variety i think the other thing would be um the song wait for it from hamilton that song just like gets me going at any time of day
0: i i think the listeners of this podcast have come on this handled hamilton journey with you which is really funny because you hadn't seen it when we started recording the show
1: (laughs) i really hope everyone's seen it by now because it's changed everything it will change your life Also, if you're not on
0: Hamilton TikTok, get there. It's so funny. (laughs) Hamilton TikTok
1: is amazing.
0: Okay. Um, last question. So we're gonna use the same one. That's who you've asked me. Um, what is one thing what is the top no the top thing that I do that makes you want to slap me the most?
1: (laughs) See, that's a really good question. Um, because there's a lot. Yep. There are moments at least I'd say once a day where I want to slap you and then I can't because we're both in our individual homes. Once a Um, day? Most days most days but I'd say generally the reason has to do with you just being clueless about men
0: and flirting
1: (sighs) and about yourself when it comes to men and it just drives me crazy when you say stupid things or you read like you read too much into certain things and I'm like how do you how do you function like this like how how do, you, how do you survive?
0: I don't is the answer. Uh, and then um, I just kind of want
1: to like slap some sense into you. And like that's where it is.
0: Hmm. There's so much to say about this. <laughs> where do I begin? Um, yeah, I have nothing to say for myself besides the fact that like, yeah, I am. This is the way I am. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a chronic overthinker. Yeah, I have a yes. severe lack of self-awareness, specifically when it comes to the opposite sex. In most other areas of my life, I would say that I'm a pretty self-aware person. But when it comes to the opposite sex, all logic and reason is gone. Mm-hmm. Like the okay. way that you
1: overthink flirting and any sort of romantic situation, I've never seen that in like your career, which is going into medicine, which should be scary and like overthinking, but it's not for you. <laughs> but it's not
0: it, It's not really fear. It's just utter confusion <laughs> all the okay, time. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's someone funny. write me a someone write me a guidebook about how to navigate <laughs> like dating the opposite sex. I don't understand it. We'll um, try to find
1: you like a book version of that skincare book you mentioned, but for yeah, this, I goal. need that
0: like an encyclopedia on how to be like a young twenty something career driven woman who wants to date. <laughs> oh my god, teach me. I'm really so clueless. Teach her, and, and that, maybe I'll slap her less. Yeah, please. I could use the advice. And with that. <laughs> and with that, that concludes our second mini episode. Thank you so much for being here. We love trying this out. We love trying out new things as you know, the show is growing. And uh, if you have any suggestions for you know fun things that you want us to try in the future, if you would like to see mini episodes like this again where you get to know us better, Let us know. Um, And as always, please keep submitting questions on silentlotuspod.com for questions for our full-length episodes. Follow us on all the socials. Have a great day. Drink fizzy water. Watch Hamilton (sighs) TikTok. What else do I have to say? Just have a great day,
1: everyone. Have a great day. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.